0: This is Kerry Champion, and you're listening to The Coffee House with Coffee Jones, Arena Football Insider. Hey, everybody. This is Tiger Jones, and you're listening to the new truth, The Coffee House, not this version. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the AFL Coffee House. I'm your host, Coffee Jones. You're listening on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure you follow on social media at AFL Coffee, AFL Coffee like the drink, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook page, Verified, everything um, arena football related. Football, period. You know, I'm in everything. I, mean, I do high school football TV. I'm doing TV in the Ivy League. I'm doing radio in the Ivy League. I'm on NBC Sports, ESPN, ESPN Radio, working with y'all's NFL films, NFL Network stuff, ESPN Radio for him, for the Eagles. I'm everywhere. I'm in front of the scenes. I'm behind the scenes. I am the scene. Okay, so make sure you get involved with that. Always. The Coffee House presented by 23K Sports Media, the, 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 the global legacy that I'm building. With my partners, with my team. At Down Set Eat Catering out in the DMV area, Christian Johnson, make sure you follow them on Instagram down at down underscore set underscore eat. Some good food out there. They even got some vegan options. My boy CJ, so I can make sure I can give me a bite to eat. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't dabble in everything like that. And obviously, not this version, training apparel, the new truth. I heard and my boy Tiger Jones, man. Some people already beating down this door, man. man been in Lafayette for one year. It was at A&M getting poached, and all of a sudden, these big 10 schools. You know what I mean? People looking. They, they know the new truth is out there. You can't hide it. You can't bury the truth. Not the new truth. The old truth, maybe, but not the new truth. And today, I want to give y'all some new truth that may be old to me, but y'all ain't heard it before. And I don't like the disrespect that's been coming to me about some players in the league, and one in particular, Mr. Arvell Nelson, the reigning Arena Bowl MVP, the guy who I said a few weeks ago should be considered and have votes for MVP of this league. And if I had a vote, which I have never had one, and do not have one, but I talk to people who do vote, and I try to predict what they would say, and I'm gonna do that on my next show. So stay tuned. I'm gonna come right back. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling hot right now, so I'm gonna come right back with my all arena predictions in a minute. I'm gonna get to that. But this show is all about the lack of respect that y'all are giving this man. And I got people talking to me. About this is the real Arvell that they seen last year. This is the, of all the body of work, of everything we've seen of this man since he's been in Washington, this is the real Arvell. Now, I got some people that talk about when he was back in Cleveland and in Pittsburgh and some different places across the league. You know, whether it was his consistency, his accuracy, his work ethic. And these are people that I know, love, and respect that are talking to me. Not just one person. These are, these, I'm talking to three, four different people that have reached out to me. They called me and arguing and debating me about the things that I say about our And I, I've said it before. He's one of the, the – he could be Cam Newton one day, and he could be Geno Smith the next day. Like, he, he he could be the MVP of the league one day, and then you could question, does he really want to play football the next day? Maybe he should move the receiver a Jack. And that's just based on the talent that you've seen on the field, what's been put on film, some of the decision-makers in the throws. But some of it you're like, oh, my God, like there's nobody in the league that could do that. And even the ones that can do that with their arm can't run like him. And they're not a threat or even the, the, the type of athlete that he is, which makes him a very special weapon, which is why you could not count him out, which is why he took a 2-10 team, an 0 and 0-7 Let's realize this. They were 0-7. When he got there. And they hoisted that trophy at the end of the season. So that should just that should give you enough of respect of what he brought to that franchise. Like, this is the franchise that saved the arena football. Like, when we needed a blood transfusion, they came in with that old negative type blood or whatever we needed right then. And, and Monumental Sports, Ted Leonsis and Zach, and those guys came in and saved the arena football league when the lights were shut off. They just went back to lock the doors up. And Ted swooped in and came in with two teams, and Washington was the team that he wanted to put in his building. And this guy has been the face of that team for the last year and a half since he's got there. And I don't think there's enough respect to go for that. Now, if you want to talk about before when he was in Cleveland, the inconsistencies there and the playoff losses there, and you know, the, the talent that he may have had there, I, I, I'm going through it. I, I've done my homework this year. So last year I look at he comes in six games in, the man has 251 yards passing per game. It's most in the league when he got there. 276 yards from scrimmage. That's the most in the league. You gotta know he's an athlete. And he's so there's 28, 28 100 yard performances last year. Do you know how many an Arvell Nelson receiver had? One. Big play, Reggie Gray's the only one. From the Valor team all last year to have over 100 yards, all the time. And I know Dangerfield was young, Reese was young, and, and you know Doug McNeil kind of game and Lady was a journeyman and this and that. But and he, and you want to talk about carrying a team, and and I don't want to take this at any knock on none of these receivers, but the established guys in the league, the Joe Hills, the Quentin Sims, the Malachi's, Prince, Money Reynolds. B.T., Tompkins, he was all over that list. He had the most yards from scrimmage, I think, all of last year. Like, 231 game. But you don't realize what Arvell did with that team when he got there. And, yes, two of the games, they got blew out. One of the games, they were down 10 points in the fourth quarter, going back and forth. They end up giving up another score, go down 17 get a bar ball, go down 24, and in the final play of the game, I think that was against Baltimore, Joe Powell gets a pick six, and Joe's like, I'm not going down, um, and runs it back for the crib. Either Joe or Josh, if wanted him to, uh, did that. So that, I mean, that was a 30-point blowout, but that was a ball game into the fourth quarter. I mean, man, T.T. Tolliver was still out there fighting for yards, the GOAT himself. But the other games, other than those two blowouts, in the other game, they were tied up 28-28. I believe it was either against Albany or Philly. They're tied up going into the second half. In that game, he had a couple turnovers. Philly you know, Philly ain't going to mess around with some turnovers when they feel it hot. You know how Romain and Hollis and them guys get. I think Goose had a fumble recovery or something for a touchdown. And, and before you know it, that game got out of hand. The rest of the games, I'm watching them. they in the game. He comes in and beats Philly. They turn around the last game of the year, they beat Baltimore. Then he get in the playoffs, and I remember talking to Alvin Ray Jackson. When he got there, this is a different team, Coffee. This ain't the team that you saw before. No offense with Shane, and Warren, and all these other guys that went through a quarterback. Like, this guy, we are rallying behind him. And you got a coaching change, so you got a new coach in there and a new voice in the room. And Arvell is the leader of that team. And you watched it. And in the playoffs, let me talk to you all real quick. Okay? First of all, in the postseason, the Washington Valley scored 57 points a game. Number one in the league. They scored 23 offensive touchdowns. Arvell Nelson scored 23 offensive touchdowns. Every touchdown. Okay, first of all, no other team in the league scored more than 21 touchdowns in the playoffs. Arvell had 23 accounted for himself himself. Now, as bad as you want to play him out to be from his time in Pittsburgh and in Cleveland, and he wasn't really the quarterback in Pittsburgh, from from all of that time, if you want to say that he was bad, he was terrible, he just got hot with a, with a good little run, we've always known that about him, that he could show up any given day and, and throw for seven and 300 yards, which he also had two 300-yard games, tied for most of the league in six games last year as well. Completion percentage, he was half a percent behind Randy Hibbert in the playoffs, 67%. Randy was 67.5, that's better than Dan, that's better than Tommy Grady. And I ain't even making an argument about him being better than Tommy or him being the MVP this year, but I'm thinking if you really look at what he has, his value is to his team, for the number two seed in the league right now, a team that, I get sick when I say it, was up 27, about to go up 34 on the big bad Albany Empire that team, he's been the biggest piece of it. And I don't think he's getting the respect that he's due. Only threw one interception. Well, everybody else threw multiple interceptions. And he played more games. He took more offensive snaps. And yet he only threw one pick. Passer efficiency rating. People coming to me. You know what his QBR is, Coffee. You know what his QBR is this year? After the one bad game, him leading his team and blowing everybody out of the water and rushing and receiving and quarterback stats. All of this stuff, all all the numbers in fantasy football, he's killed everybody this year. It's not even funny. He's the ultimate weapon in this league. All of a sudden, he has one bad game as a team, and they stink up the joint in the playoffs. And now they're going to pretty much, it ain't going to really count because Philly ain't really going to play like the real Philly. So you ain't going to be able to see who the real Arvell is this week because the Philly's not going to take a chance. So if he throws for seven and they win by 28, who cares because they're going home next week. So it, it hurts me. Because there's nothing I can say right now to validate what this man has done this year and a half of last year that people are not respecting. His pass efficiency rating was number one in the playoffs. Number one. You play an aggregate system, two games. Tommy Grady needed a last second, last play of the game, two-point conversion to beat him the first game. Or well, Washington wins both games all right. Arvell left the field. He was winning. He let his team down to win. And they go up by six. Seven, I believe. Close that game out, and when Albany comes back and scores, they go for two, throw a corner out to Joe Hills, he catches it, drops the ball on the ground, they win by a point, which really wouldn't matter with the all, aggregate system. You're going on the next week, and next week he with Tommy Grady up there in Albany at Times Union Center to go to the Arena Bowl, goes to the Arena Bowl, puts up ridiculous numbers. But I don't really think y'all are really respecting this man, 118 passer rating, but then he has one bad game, and all of a sudden I got, I got, I got coaches. I got personnel people. I got former players. I got people talking to me like it's the real Arvell. Now we see who the real Arvell is. I'm like, well, first of all, we don't know who the real is. Ar- if there's anybody you can't say who the real, who they are is, it's Arvell. We have no idea who the real Arvell is. Because he's so polarizing in his talent and ability and his production, because he can be the king and the peasant from week to week, But I'm not questioning none of that. I'm saying this year for what he's meant to this team that has been a good team, that has beaten everybody in this league, and went toe-to-toe, he means more to anybody, and he needs consideration. And with that being said, I find out, because you know me, I do my homework. I, I talk to some people that do vote. I talk to some people, Hall of Famers. And they tell me, I said, well, you know what? I made a statement, and I told some people, and some people got on my case, that Arvelle Belscher should be MVP. And they said, you know what? That's who I voted for, Coffee. I said, you lying. And I said, yeah, yeah. And they went up and they showed me. I said, oh, well, at least I know I'm on the right track. At least I know I'm not. I, I do got, I got hard contact lenses now. I don't wear the glasses as much anymore. But at least I know I can see. And I understand the game. And I understand what this man means to this team. And there ain't no slouches. It's funny, they gonna get whooped. But they're gonna jump up and beat anybody. That's the nigga. That's why I would never, ever bet against RVL Nelson. Never bet with him or I'm not betting on none of them gangs. You ain't going same thing with Cam Newton and the Panthers. I don't know who's gonna show up. They can show up and beat the Eagles, and then they mess around and lose to, to the Bucks. Like, I don't know. They they's just it's just one of them things. The consistency ain't there, but the talent, the peak. The highs and the lows, the ebbs and flows, it's up there. But I think y'all, <laughs> like I <laughs> titled this, y'all are failed to realize how good this man really is. One game ain't going to tell you how good he really is. That one game in the arena ball didn't tell me how good he really is because I knew. I knew there's a possibility for stuff like that. that listen, I've seen Dan Roderbach struggle. I've seen Tommy look human. I've seen Grady look human. Come on. It's happened. But don't get all caught up in the moment knee-jerk reaction to saying that one game validates how you really felt about him all along. That's all it is. You're just waiting for that one moment to validate what you really feel. That's all it is. But you need to re- really respect that man for what he's done for that team and for him. I, I ain't gonna speak too much out of hand, but uh, <laughs> There's been a uh, a old girlfriend, a old bay of the AFL that just sent a, a a hey stranger, hey big head text, so to speak, just slid in our DMs and uh and, and trying to do some things, trying to get back with us. So uh <laughs> it's a name it's a it's a name in a city that I would love to see again. That's definitely been on on, on my radar. That's, that's that's near and dear to me. So. If that's the possibility, who knows what happens next year. We're all free agents. But one thing I do know, if that kid number two from Washington plays next year, that kid from Glenville High School is under center for somebody, oh, you better beware. He's He going to sneak up, and he'll go toe-to-toe with anybody in this league at that position, anybody. He may let you down. I believe in him. A lot of people don't. I know what he can do. I've seen him do it. That's enough for me. That's enough. You know, Mike missed a lot of the game with his shots. So has LeBron. Kawhi cost my Spurs a, a championship, and so the man who missed some free throws. That don't mean they ain't who they are. You better be, just be careful who you're talking to and how you're talking about them. They're going to show up. Mr. Mr. Nelson, do your thing this weekend, bro. I know you got some MVP votes. You'll still probably be, it's funny, you're going to have MVP votes. You're probably going to be second team all arena. But I respect your game, even though people don't. If people keep coming in my head, I give you the facts. I give you the numbers. Speaks for itself. I'll tell you what I see. But that's it. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm right here. Just got done at the golf course. Stepped out in the little balcony. Had to talk to the people first to get this show out because the all arena preview show. Is coming up next. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Coffee House, SoundCloud, iTunes, at AFL Coffee, all social media. Jordan Kelsey, I love y'all.